0: Hi there everyone, well we're up to the fourth church in the seven churches of Revelation and we're up to Thyatira A couple of things just to make sure you're aware of and push, that is the prayer morning this Saturday from 9 till 10am There basically is a place near everybody to pray and we're really wanting to see I could be great to have a hundred people on Saturday morning praying, so please uh, make sure you push it and there's also an online option which Donna will email out later in the week. And also would your group please pray for the Christmas events that are being planned at the moment. Um, this is going pretty gung-ho and we need to get a lot done and we really want to make sure that we make the most of this Christmas season in terms of reaching people. Also just personally to you I wanted to ask if you have any ideas of ways that you need uh, or would like help if things could be different uh, in the growth group leading? Then I'd love to hear that because I want to make sure we're doing things well. Okay, into the study. Read number one. Read Revelation chapter one. Now I know you've probably done this three or four times already, but keep it up because it'll be valuable for you as you get more and more familiar with it. A couple of things before we go into question two, and that is that this letter to Thyatira is the longest of all the letters and it's also the central one it's number four of seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. so there's three on either side and it really has at the heart a message to all the churches and we'll see that later on as we're reading through the thing about Thyatira is they're not really facing any persecution compared to other churches and uh, things are going pretty cruisy for them and this just might be the problem Uh, The other thing to note is just keep remembering that in your Bibles the heading will be to the church at Thyatira and then the verse says to the angel of the church of Thyatira. Please keep that in mind. The heading is wrong. The verse is right. What does it mean for this message to go first and foremost to the angel? Well, how is Jesus described? Question two. And what does this say about him? Well, he is the son of God and his eyes are like blazing fire and his feet are like burnished bronze. Now the idea of Jesus being Son of God is bracketed here in Thyatira and he begins with saying he's the Son of God and it ends with a reference to Psalm 2 which talks about the Son of God. And so uh, the idea here is that Son of God is not explicitly in the description in chapter 1. However, it might be that the whole description is is a descript- description of the Son of God, and hence this very central point. In the end of the chapter, at the end of the um, Church to Thyat- message of the Church to Thyatira, there is the idea of sharing in the rule of the Son of God. Uh, all he has done is for us and all that he is, is for us. And we're going to think a little bit more about that towards the end. What's the encouragement? Well, the encouragement is he knows their deeds, their love, their faith, their servants, their perseverance, and they're doing more than they did at first. This is a contrast, isn't it, to Ephesus, who weren't even doing what they were doing at first. The warning, the warning is that they're holding on to and tolerating the teaching of a woman in the church called Jezebel who calls herself a prophetess. So she's coming, she's a wolf in sheep's clothing, and they are to be aware of her. Her teaching is also referred to as Satan's so called deep secrets, and uh, we're not really sure what that means. And um, uh, so we've got to just keep thinking through that. You might be able to do a bit of research yourself and find out what's going on there. Uh, So Thyatira, because they're not persecuted, it seems that they do have a love for the world, but it's not the sort of love that the Bible calls us to have, a love for the world, but it seems like they're becoming more and more like the world. The exhortation in this passage is implicit. Don't hold to her teaching, to Jezebel's teaching, and to hold on to what you have. What is it that they already have? That's a good question. I'd get you to ask the group. Hold on to what you have. Well, what is it that you already have to hold on to? What is Jesus saying to hold on to? It says there right in the center of the passage, then all the churches will know that I am he who searches hearts and minds and I will repay each of you according to your deeds. So that's the very heart of Thyatira and it's also the heart of all seven letters. What's the incentive? Well, the incentive here is that to the one who overcomes or is victorious, Jesus will uh, give authority over the nations. Now, it's a, it's a pretty extreme thing. Um, the, the authority that he has over the nations, he will share it with them and he will also give those ones who overcome the morning star. So, well, again, as I said, we're going to come back to that in a moment. Uh, question three is... Okay, sorry about that little gap. I was just interrupted by my dog. Um, anyway, um Question 3 page the next page what is this church doing well and do you think Jesus would encourage our church for doing the same thing here well what they're doing well is their deeds and love and faith and service and perseverance and doing more than they did at first uh, that's what they're being um, that's what they're doing well the question is would would you say this is true of our church uh, and if you say it's true of our church then what what is it that What are the deeds? What is the love? What is the faith, the service, the perseverance, etc.? What is it that we're doing? Let's try and get specific uh, if, in fact, we are doing well, and it would be good for you to to reflect on that. Question four, how might the warning to this church apply also to our church? Well, they have a toleration of false teaching, and this false teaching is actually leading them into sexual immorality and to eating food sacrificed to idols. Uh, now, we just need to see that this false teaching doesn't come in with horns and a pitchfork, but is in disguise, and it's in disguise as Christian teaching. So we always need to be discerning, looking very carefully, and I think in our current climate, as the issues of sexuality, of same-sex marriage, of um, homosexuality, of all that sort of thing are out, we need to really uh, look carefully uh, out. Are there people teaching us that these things are okay and we are beginning to become more like the world than the church that we ought to be? Uh, false teaching comes in to churches in all sorts of ways. Some say it comes in through the music, uh, but it can come in through a guy with a collar and a rev in front of his name as well. So we need to be totally um, ready and watching, um, not pedantic or um, Alarmist, but certainly alert. What would it look like for this church to repent? Well, for them would be to, to not hold to that teaching anymore. For us, it would be to be what to be watching out, to be aware. Question six, what is the incentive offered to this church? How should this be an incentive to us as well? Well, here we come back to the Son of God bits at the beginning that we talked about. Um, the incentive is that they will rule over the nations. Uh, now, uh, that really sounds very flamboyant, doesn't it? something that the baddie and James Bond wants, and we don't like the baddie, but here it's being offered to us by Jesus. Now, I'd like to suggest that what he's calling them to do is to live in their identity as rulers with Christ of the world. Now, remember, what was it that Adam and Eve were told to do? They were told to rule the world. They failed in that ruling the world by not listening to the word of God, and now this church has the opportunity to be to be rulers in this world of subduing and um, uh, and cultivating the planet with the gospel, with the word of God. Uh, if they fail to be holding on to the word of God, they will fail to be rulers in the world. So the uh, Adam and Eve. It was their identity that they were rulers with God of the world. Jesus now is the last Adam. He is the true ruler and we are in him. When we are in him, we are who we were made to be. And so we ought to not allow these false teachings to come into our churches and be very careful to be following him and his words so that we can be truly human as he's made us to be. And this includes our decision, our intentional decision day by day to be who we are in Christ. The idea of giving the morning star, the morning star could be another reference to Jesus as king. And the reason that I say that is in Numbers 25, it talks about a um, a star will come out of Jacob, uh, the scepter out of Judah. And so there's this uh, paralleling, a coordination of the morning star and of, of the scepter, the ruling, so the ruling of the Son of God. I think this idea of the people at the churches making sure that they are who they have been called to be makes sense that this is particularly the point in Thyatira, and so why Son of God is a not an explicit term in chapter 1, which we've been reading, uh, but it is a, a term that over, over uh, a, a um, oh, what's the word? A, a one that uh, overarches all of those descriptions in chapter one of Jesus. Uh, the churches are to resist adapting to the culture, and where and culture that is where that culture is unbalanced or distorted, and they are to prefer kingdom culture. I suppose it might just add there if you want some extra bits to chew on. Uh, 1 Peter chapter 4 says that judgment is beginning today with the house of God and this passage is about judgment happening in the church by Jesus for the sake of the church and for the sake of the world. Because where the church is not following Jesus, it is no longer being a kingdom haven for people to find refuge. It is just acting like the rest of the world. So please pray that we are a church that is a kingdom haven and is a church that listens to the word of God and passionately and wholeheartedly wants to put all of that into practice. And in in that essence, be ruling with Jesus. Uh, There we go. Thank you. And I hope that your growth group goes well. See ya.